Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I felt like I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, waiting, begging, you name it. Plus, I tried a few less productive approaches. And after two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong goal. Instead of trying to feel better by filling those painful voids, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more attainable target. Speaking openly about my experience of grief and helping others to do the same reminds us that we are not alone. Letting all the parts of us have an expression, we may just feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a mutually compassionate environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of the Healing Path uh, podcast. Today, I'm chatting about a post called January Jeans. It's a pretty courageous post, so I'm going to go ahead and jump in. I've noticed a common conversation topic that comes up frequently among family, friends, and colleagues around this time of the new year. Whether someone is making an attempt at quote-unquote dry January, in parentheses, aka no alcohol, or a new diet or exercise program, many of us have a sense that this is a good time to reel it in. And by reel it in, I mean starting to recover all the self-care habits we let slip away in the name of holiday time. If you are someone who has unbreakable habits and stays in the same regimen of fundamental self-care routines, regardless of what's happening or what holiday our culture is reminding us to celebrate, I aim to espouse this skill. Awesome. If you don't eat too much or drink too much or spend too much, when that is the habit of most members of our culture, congrats. If you have any suggestions for the rest of us, we'd love to hear them. In the meantime, I'm wearing my January jeans. They're the ones that were loose just before Thanksgiving, but now the only ones I can comfortably wear. I could get frustrated, depressed even, that I may have gone overboard indulging in this or that, but I don't bother with such nonsense. I know that when we let go of our self-care habits in small ways and in big ways, we have to know that this is just the nature of being human. We shouldn't judge or scold ourselves for participating in life. That's why we're here. But it's easy to drop the ball and quite a bit more difficult to get it back into play. The conversations I've heard lately range from confessions of overspending to overconsuming, not sleeping or getting enough rest, and just an overall letting go of things. We've eaten more than our bodies need, way more. We have spent money carelessly. We've slept late, watched movies, gone into food comas, and watched football until we couldn't stay awake. All good. 
But how do we get back into our regular genes? We know theoretically that we need to just decrease whatever it was that we went full bore into. If we want to get back to our fairly manageable lives as we knew them before Thanksgiving, before we went off the self-care rails, we got to get with the program. But this begs the question, what is your program or do you have one? Our culture knows that many of us are thinking about change. It's a profitable season for industries to prey on vulnerable folks who just want to get back to normalcy after the hustling and bustling of the holiday season. Maybe even you have noticed an increase in promos to consolidate debt, lose weight, or exercise. Something new appeared in my email that I hadn't seen before. It was a promotion for surgery, and it was called something like body sculpting. And it actually refers to the cutting of our bodies with the hope of looking better, aka to conform to societal pressures. Our culture (laughs) and our pressures, even thinking that we are our bodies. When I saw the promo, I thought, (laughs) in quotes, sure, let's cut the fat off. That is kind and loving toward ourselves and a great way to kick off the new year. Not. Advertisers know that we are all primed for doing things this month, the month of January, that we wouldn't normally consider before, but we might just be desperate enough today to click on purchase or schedule appointment. By Valentine's Day, mostly we have our senses back, but the scams are everywhere, especially right now. Returning to the earlier question of what's your plan, if you answered, um, I do, I mean, I usually, I mean, well, uh, I don't know. No, I don't actually have a program per se. (laughs) If that was your answer to the question about what your plan is, that's awesome because it means we have something to work with. Big change is the result of small incremental gains over long periods of time. There is no express lane to restoring our health, our bank accounts, or relationships that may need attention. But there is a local lane, which doesn't move as fast. When we choose this lane, slow and steady can win the race. We don't need a big plan to achieve personal restoration, which is probably a good thing because there isn't one. We simply need to start making the smallest of decisions that are in support of our own well-being. We don't need a new diet or a payment plan or a three-month gym membership. Those things, they keep us thinking in the future and everywhere else but the place where we actually live, which is in the current moment. Instead of sharpening our skills this January at getting seduced by promises of short-term, high-yield results, we need only let all of that nonsense go and get present. In parentheses, repeat every moment until we take our last breath. When we are in this moment, we can intentionally choose our response rather than automatically reacting. An inquiry can look something like, quote, is this thing I'm about to do 
eat, purchase, or cut going to bring me closer to my true nature or further away from it? Question mark, unquote. Here's another one. Quote, is this investment I'm about to make, whether financial, physical, or emotional, something that I'd recommend a friend do in my same position? Question mark, unquote. And here's the third to consider. Quote, have I been here before? If so, what did I choose then? And how did it work out for me? Question mark. End quote. Those are just some of the examples that you can play with. So internal inquisition is, again, not the express way to restoration. It's the slow lane. Slow and steady always gets us back with the program. One yard at a time, we will slowly move the ball up the field. None of the short-term, high-yield plans actually deliver what they promise anyway. And we know this. But we forget. So I'm writing about my January jeans to remind us that we are smarter this year. We are kinder to ourselves than that. And we don't have to go down the self-loathing inspired paths of plans for the future by committing to big resolutions like, this year I will exercise every day, or this year I'll make a million dollars, or this one I've heard so many times, it's a joke. This year I will update all of my passwords. No one ever does it, but we talk about it a lot. Instead, we don't need those big plans. We just need to check in with ourselves. Spoiler alert. I suggested checking in, not checking out. We need to get curious about what we do before we do it, in the moment that we are actually in. If something's not in our best interest, we may still choose it. And that's not the problem. If we make a choice while we're awake, not a problem. As long as we are conscious, we can make informed decisions, either to indulge in doing the thing that is not in our best interest, or conversely, to choose that thing anyway. Even in conscious decision-making, we can decide to indulge or act anyway. We have our reasons. But when we do, we can do so intentionally and fully aware of what we are choosing in that moment. Because when we choose either behavior, We choose the consequences and must then accept responsibility for the outcomes, no matter how brilliant or deleterious. But let's make sure we actually take that step and check into the current moment so we can adequately exercise our ability to decide what to do. Now, in caps, is the only time we can make decisions consciously. Not later, not in the morning. Not next week and not on Monday, only in this moment. And since each moment is constantly changing, we need to continually remind ourselves to be conscious so we have all the current info we need when making decisions on what to do next. And for today, let's repel these January scams. If a thing seems too good to be true, it is. And if you and anyone or anyone you know would like to talk about installing a personal plan for restoration in 2023, I invite you to set up a complimentary one-to-one appointment in my calendar found here, and I will include that link in the podcast. 
So again, welcome and thank you for checking out this episode of The Healing Path. And yeah, today we're talking about just what happens to us in January. We have a culture that um, it just like sets the holidays on crack is the best way it comes across my head right now. But, you know, we go really far. We take things really far. And that's that's just part of, you know, the culture that we're in, um, whether it's decorating or whether it's, you know, spending money that we maybe don't have instead of, you know, sharing it with someone who could use it or um, perhaps we weren't kind to our bodies <laughs> or, you know, maybe a relationship hit a bump that needs a little um, re, you know, reconsideration and some attention. So, yeah, just trying to make sure that, you know, I wrote this for myself because so often and I'm f- just turned 53, so I've had a lot of opportunities to um you know, beat up on myself in January after the holidays about what's going to be different and how I'm going to take better care of myself across the board from, you know, eating, sleeping, breathing, moving, working, whatever those things are. And, you know, really, I just think that that's, it's almost like the, it's almost like I want to jump on a fast car ride to get me to February, because I know when February comes, I'm much kinder to myself. But in January, I tend to still be in that space of, you know, why did I do that? And, what I know now that I don't know that I ever really truly um, received or understood is that's just the nature of being human. Um, you know, we have brains, by the way, and since we have them, they're tricky and we play all kinds of games, emotional games, mental games. You know, we have narratives, we have habits, we have all kinds of things that amount to how we show up at a particular holiday event or for a particular holiday season. So, but that is the nature of being human. We want to break any rule before it's even, you know, before the ink is dried on the paper. Which brings us back to, let's not set up a bunch of rules for the future and things we're going to do in the future, because number one, we're going to want to break them right away. And number two, we're not there. So we can't actually act in what we're saying, because we're in this moment, we're not in the future. So yeah, we want to avoid locking ourselves into, you know, promises and big resolutions and just check in with ourselves in the moment. Whatever we're doing, you know, we have that brain and we have the ability to kind of stop ourselves. And it's not something we're in the habit of doing. And it's hard to learn. But once we get in the habit of doing it, our decision making process becomes so much more concrete and gets us hopefully to the places that we want to be in January and other uh, other months of the year. So thanks again for listening to this episode of the Healing Path podcast. I wish you happy January. Be kind, kind, kind to yourselves. And as always, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And I really do thank you for listening.